Hey, I'm McKenna. And I'm Meg. And this is Stumbled Upon Supernatural. I think we I think that's it. I think that's gonna be our intro for our pilot. Anyways, enjoy the podcast. (laughs) And then we'll start right there. Georgie, my sister, left a bottle of nail polish remover on my desk and tell me why that I looked over at it and said, hmm, I didn't remember grabbing a drink. (laughs) Meg, no. Also, I like how you preface that by saying Georgie, you know, my sister, to me, (laughs) who's known you for years, and it made you sound like an alien. (laughs) Yes. Well, okay, our listeners at home might not know who my sister is. <laughs> so you're just gonna spoon feed them the lore? Make them work for it. Well, no, this is like the the entry level, like it's your first game of D&D and it's just like, today we're gonna talk about the village that you're from, you know? Also, Meg, when did we start the podcast? I, because <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> so it's been recording for like 25 minutes. Um, well, no, because I like I like to just leave it recording to just pick up funny stuff that to happens. Pick up our shame. Yeah. So oh Meg, God. besides for um, apparently the two of us, mm-hmm. what other cryptids are we going to be discussing today? I I'm glad you asked, McKenna. McKenna, today we're going to be talking about wood devils because wood devils what? Ba-dum-tsh. This has been Stumbled Upon Supernatural. (laughs) Join us next week. (laughs) For those of you who don't know McKenna and I, we hail from perhaps the least talked about state out of all 50 of them, which is New Hampshire. Even Delaware gets talked about more than us. New Hampshire is the state that time forgot. It's Um, also referred to as upside down Vermont. The Shire is another Mm phrase people used to refer to it so naturally for the first episode of stumbled upon supernatural i think is the name we're gonna go with because uh, a brief or the acronym of it if you will is just sus because we are going to be discussing some very sus things in this podcast um (laughs) apparently that was so bad i chose No, I just can't drink uh, water, apparently, as a 25-year-old adult. I haven't mastered this skill yet. Oh, yeah, no, drinking water is a weird time. But potentially New Hampshire's hairiest residents, besides McKenna, are fondly known as wood devils. Um, now, wood devils are one of the lesser talked about cryptids, I feel, in, in research I for this show. I should say so. Yeah, in, much like New Hampshire is the least talked about state, in researching the show i wasn't able to find much but what i did find was interesting without further ado let's stumble upon it i have to see how far away things are from each other um excuse me um wow that's mm, interesting is this some podcaster talk or are you just not wearing your glasses what is this is this podcaster talk for like checking audio or are you just not wearing your glasses no, I'm here. What? <laughs> that was not the answer to the question wait, I asked. Wait, wait, I'm wearing my glasses. I just you said you you said you needed to check how far away <laughs> things are. No, with like Google Maps. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud! Are you just not wearing your glasses? As far as anyone in New Hampshire can tell you, 
Wood devils are primarily found in Coas County, spelled Coos, but pronounced Coas. Don't question it. We're going to get into a lot of other weird location names. And honestly, it's just better if we accept that no one in New Hampshire has ever been good at naming anything ever. But at least it's not mass. Sales tax free. (laughs) Sales tax having decent public health care having... McKenna just shakes her prescriptions so much better. Yeah, Um, for those of you who don't know, New Hampshire is a a wasteland. Um, There is no law in New Hampshire. No, our our catchphrase is "live free free or or die. die," and people take that quite literally. Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, BFF to the late Jeffrey Epstein was hiding in New Hampshire. That's yeah. the thing. It is so lawless that the most famous, if you will, or infamous living human trafficker was hiding here for, I think it was like months that she was in New Hampshire. And then all of a sudden it was like, poof, FBI raid. Uh, which also... That begs the question. I, we're getting off topic of the wood devils, but in a way, she was a devil living in the wood. Um, oh. But I, at that point, you're this far north. Why not just hop on over to Canada? Like, I'm yeah. sure she had enough connections to, like, get a fake passport. You would I, think. I mean, it was during the pandemic, so actually, maybe she couldn't. Maybe she didn't you know? want to give up access to all of our insurmountable number of liquor stores let's talk about what the wood devil looks like when we're talking appearances they look a lot like the guy i dated in high school they're very tall they're very skinny they have an ugly face and they don't know what to do (laughs) it's true it's true one of the scariest parts of the wood devil is that according to lore, many people walk past it in their life without even knowing because of how well the creature is able to camouflage with its northern New Hampshire surroundings. As the name implies, they look kind of like wood. Their hair is grayish brownish, which especially in the winter in New Hampshire, if you look out into the forest. Oh yeah, that's the only color. That's the only color. Like Things get a little browner and a little greener in the in the spring and in the fall, but in the winter, all of the color kind of gets sapped out of the forest. And I'm also wondering if, you know, these cryptids also, much like a lot of animals in the area, if their hair would change according to the season. Um, so if it would become a little yeah. bit of winter fashion. That's actually terrifying to me, McKenna, that you could be walking through the woods and think you're passing a tree, but you're not. You're just passing a very still wood devil who's just like, oh, human. They literally are playing like red light, green light, but with innocent bystanders. Oh, I just got flashbacks to that yeah. episode of Doctor Who with the don't blink. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they are kind of. Yeah. Um, don't love that. Yeah. You could just walk past them. That's so fucked up. Um, <laughs> if it's... If I've walked past them before, I have to greatly apologize to the Wood Devil for whatever weird song I was singing at the top of my lungs. But also, it reminds me of that Kiki, uh, the Kiki Palmer video where she's like, I've never seen that man in my life. (laughs) 
They are also around seven feet tall, which, McKenna, is that tall enough for your for your dream man? Um, well, it all comes down to, is he also strong enough to lift those 50-pound bags of chicken feed for me? If he's got yeah. the height, mm-hmm. fine, but if he don't got them muscles to so, feed my daughters their 50-pound yes. bags of feed in the winter on slippery, slippery ground, then, I mean, sorry. So that's where the key differences with Bigfoot start to emerge. Uh, with Wood devils, we see a lot more similarities with hide behinds, which yes. I can't really from from the internet, I can't really find out if hide behinds are more of an ancient lore or more of a new lore. Cause also some things are like, oh, it started off as a creepy pasta, but also some of them are like, no, like people have like hide behinds that's like old like lumberjack yeah, urban that's- legends. That's the only way I've ever heard them reference is like the lumberjacks, mm-hmm. you know, in the woods, something yeah. they would feel something behind them. But no matter how many times they turned around, nothing was there. Mm. With hide behinds, uh, the name hide behind comes from the creatures. Whenever you're like walking around a tree trying to see what's behind it, they just keep <laughs> like clocking you so that you can <laughs> never see them. And honestly, that is the funniest thing to me. Like, I don't even think it's scary. I think it's funny i'm like what creature would just like how long does the charade go on like at what point does one of you give up and does that person eat the other like what (laughs) if you nobody knows this rule but if you see the hide behind you get to eat it (laughs) they don't teach you that it's secret with bigfoot sasquatch my man the big, the biggest similarities between Bigfoot and Wood Devils are they're both cryptids. They're both uh, bipedal, bipedal. They walk with two legs and they stand upright like humans. Um, and sometimes bears. With Bigfoot, um, he's more of like a lumbering force. He thick is what I'm trying to say. Uh, he's got hefty. He's got some cake. The Wood Devils, on the other hand, do not. They are very slender. Um, some reports say like skeleton like, but other ones say like, Ooh, no, it's just that. tall, skinny, grayish, brownish hair. Once again, the guy I dated in high school. Don't be smirch the wood devil like I, that. I would he's, never. He's he trying never. his best, I Meg. Know. He would never break up with me on Christmas. Quarantine's <laughs> been hard for all of us. Yes. The one thing that I find the most unsettling about wood devils is that apparently they are very fast. So when... Oh, I don't know how that makes it worse, but it makes it so much worse. Yes. As the lore goes, sometimes they'll hide behind trees, like hide behinds, but if they don't have time to avoid being recognized by humans, they will stand perfectly still to the Mm -hmm. point where, like I said earlier, if you are walking right past them, you would just think they were a tree. And maybe out of the corner of your eye, you would see like an eye blink, but you would just write it off as like, no, 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 no. That's just a tree. Time to keep going. (laughs) We're not dealing with that right now. Uh, There's actually um, an account from two hunters who were up in the woods up north near Canada. And they... I need need you to tell me what year this is. This was from, I believe, early 2000s. (gasps) Early 2000s. I was alive then. I don't um, love that. Most of the historical sightings in New Hampshire are kind of split up into two eras. The 1920s and 30s was when there was like a peak 
of sightings. There was a lot of sightings a hundred years ago, which is weird to think. Because in my head, that's 70 years ago. Because in my head, it is still 2003. I mean, that was um, also around Prohibition era. So take anything that happened yes. in those time periods with a hefty oh, yeah, of salt. Prohibition, but also like Great Depression. So, And also there was an uptick in sightings in the early 2000s, um, which also could be playing wood devil's advocate here. Um, oh. This could be accredited to the emergent immersion of uh, the World Wide Web. And people having oh, access yes, yes, yes. to like, oh, there was like an urban legend about New Hampshire. Oh, oh no. Like, let's go say Have you heard something. this urban le- legend called New Hampshire? <laughs> New Hampshire is a cryptid. Most of the sightings are attributed to being around Pittsburgh, New Hampshire, which I didn't know until I was researching this, that there is a Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's like a Pittsburgh everywhere. Yeah. It's the pits. I, it's the pits. Um, one thing that Max always says as we're driving like through Vermont or New Hampshire is, wow, none of these town names are unique at all, which is I true. I mean, we're called New Hampshire, yeah. so I don't know what they're No, expecting. like, yeah, we're not even the OG. And Pittsburgh, if you're looking at a map of New Hampshire, which n- you're hopefully not, because hopefully nobody listening to this is also looking at a map of New Hampshire, Pittsburgh is quite literally maybe half an hour away from Canada, not even. It is beyond the Canadian border. Like there are parts of Canada that are more south than Pittsburgh. It's up there is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, it's that little area. Yes, and it's Where right Where it's near... like should be Canada, but we're just kind of like, mm, do you mind yeah. if we just, um, yoink. But yeah, no, it's, it's up there. I feel like nobody really goes up there unless you absolutely have to. And there's also been sightings in uh, Berlin, New Hampshire, um, which oh. is also up in Coas County, but it is an Not hour and a half. as far, though. Yes, it's an hour and a half south of Pittsburgh, which also tells you how big the county is that you can stay within the county. And it's been an hour and a half. Uh, but and also northern New Hampshire driving through there is the same as like someone trying to drive through Texas. <laughs> Yes. Oh, it's is what it yeah. feels like. I don't think time works the same no. in in all of New Hampshire, but especially yeah. not in northern New Hampshire. Everything I could find was saying is that up there it's just kind of accepted as a part of reality that there are forces at work in the forest that people can't explain. And the wood devil is kind of the manifestation of that. A part of me wonders I have a couple of theories, Um, but one is that a lot of cryptids that people see are not tangible creatures, if that makes sense. Like Like a rift in the dimension. A rift in the dimension, but also I'm a big believer in spirits, especially spirits attached to nature and specific parts of the world. And that would also like add into why like good video footage or people are like, yeah, I saw it, but like something like overcame me and I didn't think to grab my phone. A part of that to me says like, oh, like it was more like a, like a spiritual thing. An experience. Yeah. Rather than a sighting. Yeah. And also there's something about the wood devil to me that kind of I don't know I was getting like a weird feeling of the little um the little white 
spirits from Princess Mononoke. Oh, if this is like their the weird Kodama? Yes. Oh God, I but, hope I remember that this, right. Or my wee brother will disown me. <laughs> He'll disown but, my ass. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Wood Devil is their older brother who like never truly got out of his anime phase from sophomore I, year of high school. I need to know if he still does a little click 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 head thing. <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's better or worse I, if I he know. does. I think that's worse. I um, think it's one, worse. One thing that he does do, a confirmed sound, is uh, they scream. Don't like that. I mean, who uh, amongst us in New Hampshire has not so, just walked into the woods and screamed? Yes, but with these... <laughs> My mom does it weekly. So apparently, if like you see it and you start walking towards it, and they clock that, oh, they're not falling for my tree bit, they will scream very loudly in your face and then sprint off. I mean, same. And apparently they sound very closely to what a fisher cat sounds like, which... So demon. So demon. Is basically... So if you're not from rural America, chances are you don't know what I'm talking about when I say fisher cat. Uh, but if you are from Royal America, you know that fisher cats sound like screaming women or screaming babies in the woods in the middle of the night. And it's fucking terrifying. Cause They're even like more terrifying than you think. Because yes. half the time you're hearing foxes, which are mm-hmm. also, terrifying, also terrifying. But they sound like something that exists on this earth. Yes. Feasibly in your mind. Mm-hmm. Fishers do not. Fishers They sound, sound like you crazy. ripped some mm-hmm. rift into peering into the gates of hell and that's the audio that came out and you yes. saved it on your ipod and then mm-hmm, tasty yeah. tasty so here here is an example of what a fisher cat sounds like so i don't know if you heard that mckenna oh i did that's fucking i terrifying. heard it in my soul I remember the first time I ever heard a fisher cat screaming. It literally sounds like a woman screaming for help. Like, it is terrifying. Oh, yeah. And that was, like, a relatively tame one, too. Yes. I... Like, that was, like, if I heard that, I'd be like, mm-hmm. mm, yep. Yeah. If anyone doesn't cats, know what yeah. fisher cats are, like, if you're some person if you're, who's if actually... You, if you want to be one of them outside... city slickers. <laughs> well, I was going to say a person outside of the six people who listen yes. to us hey, hey. who are not from here then they're like they're related to weasels and like wolverines but they're about the size of like a large house cat but yes. they will like kill anything that they oh yeah can <laughs> if um, they can kill yeah. it they will go after it yes. they are like very interesting animals delightful yeah. little predators to have you probably will almost never see one unless no, you're they somewhere... hate people domesticated house cats uh rabbits and hutches chickens unfortunately yeah. are fall prey small small dogs small even. dogs small yeah, dogs fisher cats are f- fucking crazy and especially if you de- did if it was at night which is probably when it would be or like at least dusk if you mm-hmm. heard a fisher and then you did see another animal you know, like a bear or even like a yes. deer from head mm-hmm. on moving in your peripheral, I would be like, hmm, I'm going to yeet myself into the yes. sun because I cannot deal with whatever that is. Wood devils, definitely 
a weird guy. I would want to say that they are a cousin of Sasquatch, but I feel like they have a more like mythical side to them, if mm. that makes sense. I'm trying to think of a better word. They have I feel like a more a... cryptic side to, side to them because I feel like with with Sasquatch and Bigfoot, that falls on the more tangible side. Yeah, of that one hundred percent. If you were like tomorrow morning, there was a scientific article saying someone caught a Bigfoot. Here it is, alive. It is a confirmed animal. I'd be like, yeah, we're discovering new species all the time, oh, yeah. even relatively large ones that you think couldn't remain hidden like mm-hmm. they have. Yeah. You know, the Okapi used to be a cryptid until they discovered it in the forest one day. And they were oh, like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> An exact quote. <laughs> I was there. Wood devils, to me, it is either A, drunk northerners from New Hampshire walking home in the woods and Which, seeing something weird. Likely. <laughs> and Or B, or like some kind of like forest spirit that is neither malevolent nor benevolent it just exists he honestly seems like he's just like chilling mm-hmm. like honestly yeah. i was incredibly creeped out until you mentioned this fact of if he notices i notice him and i'm just saying he for this particular instance this one particular yes. wood devil yeah. we are talking about mm-hmm, i am mm-hmm. not gonna try to put all of the wood devils yeah. in a binary god forbid exactly no mm-hmm. they, i would they they would never tolerate it no <laughs> but um if he saw that i saw him in mm-hmm. his reaction is not oh i'm a giant huge scary wood monster but is instead oh my gosh this tiny ass white chick in 57 pairs of snow pants just saw me <laughs> I'm afraid. Yeah. Goodbye. Like, ladies. Like, if, if that's the reaction, I feel almost bad for him. Like, if his reaction is, <laughs> then, honey, he ain't your man. <laughs> I. Like, now that just sounds yeah. like in, in the Sasquatch family reunion, mm-hmm. this would be like the quiet, shy cousin off in the corner. Like, maybe playing a Game Boy Advance because yeah. it's 2002 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, no, like, hoping no one talks to him. And then, like, the over-hyper eyes yeah. just like, what are you doing in school? And he's just like, oh, honey, Yeah, that's know, the huh? Yeti. The Literature. Yeti is the aunt. <laughs> yes. There were so many cases, I guess, in the 1930s. And one one article I found mentioned that there's a theory that just the population has dwindled drastically. And maybe that's why people don't see them very much. But I don't know. I don't know what to think about our friend, the wood devil. Um, But I know who might have some thoughts about that. And that is McKenna Harris, who may have had a firsthand encounter with a wood devil. Experience. Now, just to frame where geographically this happened, uh, it was in New Ipswich, New Hampshire, which is roughly four hours away from Pittsburgh, New Hampshire, which is kind of considered the home base of the Wood Devils. But I like to think that our friend Woody is not (laughs) bound by the laws of time or space or location. I mean, he might have a vacation home. I mean, And for anyone who needs even more of a reference point, if you're thinking northern New Hampshire is like practically Canada, Canada yeah. where this was, 
imagine you're in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and then you trip and you accidentally fall <laughs> over the border into New Hampshire and where you land is where this is. God, I hate essentially. when that yeah. oh, 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 is it Tuesday already? Yeah. I hate when I just stumble into New Hampshire. Like, fuck! <laughs> there we go. Not again. You know, every time... How they get you. Yeah, this is me every time I walk into New Hampshire. <laughs> See, it's... Here's the thing. I feel like that particular sound bite sounds funny to me, but in person, when you hear a fisher cat scream, it literally... Your first oh, instinct chill. is to, like, call somebody because someone yeah. is being literally murdered in your backyard. Um, also, New Hampshire's minor league baseball team... I believe is still called the Fisher Cats. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes, so we've established that we are very far south compared to the home base, if you will. Yes. Of the Wood Devils. McKenna, do you want to regale us with your own traumatizing oh, experience? Do with I? an unknown entity? Yes, but first, for you to properly understand the context and why all of this even took place, I Mm -hmm. think everyone first needs to understand, to a degree, as much as one can, (laughs) my sister Anna as a person. So my lovely sister Anna is a wildlife ecologist, or at the time was. So she is like a woodsy, crunchy, granola person. 2010, I would have been... Ooh, that would have been about, what, my first year-ish of high school? So I would have been, like, 14-ish, approximately. And basically, my lovely sister, Anna, who was also the person in my family who has had to get vaccinated for rabies once because a bat spit in her eye. So this is the type of person we are dealing with. I hate when that happens. She decided, where does she want to live After moving back from Mm -hmm. Alabama from her wildlife rehab job, back up to Curse, New Hampshire, where does she want to live? Hmm. A cabin in the middle of the woods of a ski property Mm -hmm. with no warm water, partial running cold water, barely any insulation, and completely isolated having to walk in to even get there is where she decides, hmm, that's for me. The guy who owns the cabin, I will call him Cabin Stan because I don't want to adox him. And he seemed like a lovely gentleman. None of this was his fault. He had a ski place, and you know the ski place. It's like one of the ones right around where we are. Yes. But, and then during the off seasons, he had a little cabin that he would rent out for like some extra money during the summer before the pipes would freeze and it would become unusable. So she was only here during the summer to very mm-hmm. early fall. And then every night she would have to park, you would park your car in a little clearing that was like just off the road. And then you would have to hike in like not quite a mile, but a pretty good hike in through the woods to get to the cabin. And it was all maintained trails. Like you could can like feasibly four-wheel on it if you wanted to you wouldn't have because you Mm. probably would have crashed and died (laughs) but so these were like wide trails and everything but it was still rural new hampshire pitch black at night bears and moose and deer and everything but Mm. anna is anna so she was like great (laughs) so she lived there the entire summer 
And we visited her a couple times, and it was always creepy, because it's always creepy to walk a mile in pitch blackness in the woods with mm. whatever animals are around you to get to your tiny cabin with barely any locks. Yeah. And so, finally, one of the last, it was the last night she was there, we went there to help her bring some of her stuff and her supplies back with her, because she was coming back to our place until she could find somewhere to live for the winter. Mm-hmm. And we decided, oh, we're going to take our dog, our lovely boof boy Belroy with Mm -hmm. us to walk in the hike too and we're gonna go have a nice dinner with Anna and then we're all gonna hike out in the middle of the night and so she doesn't have to go alone and then Mm -hmm. so we can all you know put our stuff in the car and everything was fine the whole entirety of the day you know it was a normal time Mm sunlight was out it's a beautiful little cabin in the woods (laughs) don't love that sentence but it was when we were walking out and it was dark and we had flashlights and everything and we'd done this mm-hmm. walk a bunch of times before but it never was like a comfortable walk mm-hmm. and then it was me my sister anna my sister tiff my mm-hmm. mom my dad and my dog and you've met my family we are incredibly loud we never shut up and mm-hmm. we all goof around and get you know into a whole fits when we're together and have mm-hmm. fun so we were probably making quite a lot of noise in the woods which I feel bad for Cabin Stan because he was probably like, oh God, please just leave my property. I can hear you from a mile away. No, but so we were walking and then Belroy, our little spitzy dog, mm-hmm. was following something in the tree line outside of mm-hmm. our view because it was dark and you know our flashlights only go a certain distance. But mm-hmm. he's also some sort of northern breed elk houndy mix something so mm-hmm. he will track like deer in the woods if you let him yeah and so we're like oh he's tracking like deer or something and he's getting excited about that and then so we pretty much ignored him we were just mm-hmm. like oh you know goofing around mistake number two <laughs> yes mistake number one was just every decision Anna made up to this <laughs> point <laughs> but that's mistake number two and then we, we started actually kind of hearing something behind us crashing and it just sounded like somebody stepping on branches. So we obviously mm. were like deer. It's New Hampshire. It's deer. Or yeah. the worst would be moose, but it wasn't that heavy. And if it was moose, no. we probably would have been dead. And also like sometimes like loose branches fall. Yeah. Like things happen. The wind upsets things. Yeah. Also, we were like a whole group of people traversing. So we're like, it might have been something we stepped on and then it fell over behind us. Oh, yeah. But my dog was still, you know, doing the watch in the tree line, looking behind us, which that was starting to creep me out because he was going from looking in front of us looking behind mm. us and I'm like mm, well he's kind of nervous he's a rescue dog and blah 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 so we got pretty close to being huh, out of the woods <laughs> it was you know things started cl- opening up a little the pass got a little wider and we went up a hill which was pretty much you go up the hill and then it's easy sailing from there it's like starts to widen out get a little more close to cabin stan's home where he lived and then a little ways past that was where your car is gotcha. and cabin then all of a sudden yeah, and on the, all of a sudden we get to the top of this hill and our dog stops in the middle of the trail, mm. completely silent, except for that really low, bassy growl dogs do in the back of their throat that you can almost not hear. Yeah. So we were like, oh, whatever it is, the dog doesn't want mm. it to hear us. And then he turns around, looks about maybe, maybe 100, maybe... 
150 feet because it was on a hill and it was hard to see in the dark. Mm. But down right where we had passed behind us mm. was just a tall figure just standing mm. in the middle of the trail, completely stock still, mm. could barely see it, and was probably about the size of like, if it was a person, it would be well into six feet. I mean, again, it was dark, so it's hard to scale things, but it was definitely tall, you know, standing straight up and just standing right where we had passed, like 100, 150 feet back, and was mm. just watching us, whatever it was. And then we called out thinking, oh, it's the, you know, the cabin guy. He was out, maybe heard us, thought we were being, like, yelling instead of just scooping off and was like, oh, do they need help? So we are like, um, hello? <laughs> hello? You know, calling out to be like, if it's a person, hopefully mm. they'll be like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Nope, doesn't do that. Doesn't do anything. Just it stays completely stock still, does not move, does not move from side to side, nothing no sound anything and then tiff being tiffany which if you know my sister this checks out starts walking towards it and it's like hey hello what are you doing we were like no and at that point my dog was still frozen so we we're like oh okay we're just gonna bounce and we all just booked it <laughs> ran all the way back didn't look back after that went got into our cars drove home and we we're just like hmm not gonna discuss this and it's yeah. been like that ever since. Never had any explanation. Mm, that's really bizarre. So it was definitely something organic, if you will, that like you could tell it was like a living thing. Oh, it couldn't have been there before because mm. it was in the middle of in the, the trail yeah. that we had mm. just walked. Ooh. Even my sister, who was a wildlife ecologist, was like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. And then yeah. my little mother, who was always like, Everything will be fine. This is good. I asked her about it and she was like, oh no, that's creepy. I don't want to talk yeah. about that. And I was like, mom, oh, can gosh. we not right now? Because if, if it wasn't a cryptid, then it's just somebody yeah. who didn't which, want to answer you and was just staring at you. is almost worse. The guy who she rented the cabins from did mm -hmm. have, oh, I forget it, if it was a nephew or like a son mm -hmm. who maintained the grounds and was always like, you know, kind of quiet and shy. So mm -hmm. we're like, was he secretly creepy? But like they'd met him before and he never gave off weird vibes. Also, mm -hmm. there was no light except for our flashlights. So we're like, how were you like walking around in the woods yeah. for that long off the trail away from our flashlight beam and like being yeah, that how the stealth? hell were you seeing where you were going? Because it's so in that area, it is so wooded. Oh, know? it's so wooded. And it, a lot of it was like, you know, this was only early fall. So none of the foliage had fallen yet. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of the foliage is evergreen. So mm -hmm. it never falls. Yeah. And it's dark. So the only thing I'll put on my, let me see my, uh, my skeptic lenses. Mm -hmm. One thing I could see it could be, could be if it was a deer completely straight on, like oh. angled completely first perspective. So you mm -hmm. couldn't see its hind end and you just yes. saw the tall lanky front. Cause if mm. you look at a deer in shadow, they, you know, tall lanky front and then you don't always see their ears and in the dark, yeah. you know, they freeze when they're distressed. Mm. So like... We thought maybe, but even then, if you like call out and start making an approach towards it, they're normally like, oh, dang, they saw me. And like my dog, mm. I don't think would have that reaction to a deer because when he sees them in our woods, even to this day, his first reaction is, oh boy, I'm going to go 
chase that because yeah. I'm possibly an elk like, hound. But yeah, that's what yeah. was so creepy is he almost never does that specific warning bark. It's always normally like a, you know, the boo woo woo woof. Yeah, I've, you know, the, I've I heard see it something. many a time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everyone has heard it. The, he is a borky boy. He's more of a... Yeah, yeah but like he's normally <laughs> very vocal about it and is yeah. like, yes, I am announcing something and I want everyone to know. This mm. was like completely stealth. He turned around and like froze. So I was like... Oh, that's so no alarming. That's and so then, creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. And then literally this was out of my head until you brought up the other day Wood Devils. And I was like, oh, because you mentioned the tall and skinny yes. was the thing. Is It seemed like one, you know, like a person's proportions, essentially, like, you know, mm-hmm. relatively a same tall thickness. Person. Yeah, yes. like it didn't seem like, you know, like it had a huge huskiness to it. No. But I'm just like... Yeah, and then Ugh. I sent you, I sent you, there is... Oh, you sent me that picture and I can't yeah. see it. There's a I sketch that someone it. who saw Ugh. one did and it's very... Someone on Reddit said, that's just a big fucking meerkat. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Essentially? Kind of. Yeah. It had I... that outline. I mean, I didn't yeah. see any details at all. It was just a silhouette because it was completely dark. So you just saw the shadow of it yeah. against a slightly lighter path background. So I couldn't see any details besides for that, but that almost is worse. It's also creepy to me because Anna walked in and hiked out alone at night so many times but so i'm like oh was that like the first time and it was just something like oh pardon me stumbling through or was it like mm. watching oh i don't like that that just like that's the eerie part is like something that just watches you because no, then yeah. what is its what is its purpose that's you know? the thing like what does it eat and the other creepy thing is all the other time that anna was there she had her St. Bernard with her, Mm. who was a giant 120-pound dog. But this night, she didn't because we took her St. Bernard and we had her back at our house Mm. first because we didn't want her to be get all, you know, worked up with our dog there. And we're like, she's going to be moving back there, so we're just going to have her chill. And so the St. Bernard wasn't there, and it was just our dog, who was only about 40 pounds. I mean, he looks like a little wolf, but still. Did it just see that we just had one, and then it was like, maybe it was just whatever it was, was just curious. I almost feel like it's more of like a curious entity that when confronted, screams. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I should have let Tiff go talk to it. Maybe. I just cannot believe that we were in a literal cryptid encounter in my... Sister Tiff was just like, mm, I'm gonna pull out her inner Karen and be like, um, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Yeah, Why are you like... stalking us in the woods in the dark? Oh yeah, yeah, and a part of me, I mean, like, I like to play in the realm of like cryptids and cool, spooky things because mm-hmm. I like to think that there are still lots of things in this world that we have yet to discover. Yeah. And that haven't necessarily found the science yet to explain. Mm. But I also like to entertain the possibilities of like what likely feasibly from my own experiences in life could it be and in mm. this case they're almost worse yeah yeah like the only other situation i can think is it was a person who 
was following us and did not want to be seen or communicated with. Yeah, that's and worse. That is so much worse to me because mm-hmm. then it's like, why? Well, everybody, that's the New Hampshire wood devil. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Rather, hopefully. <laughs> yes. Because the alternative yes. is worse. So my my headspace with the wood devil is either like some kind of fae, some kind of spiritual entity, Bigfoot cousin, or it's just normal everyday occurrences that have over time had supernatural aspects added to them. Um, so I it's one of those three. Um, but either way, it sounds a lot like this. <laughs> yeah. Same. Do you have any closing thoughts, McKenna? Uh, the only closing thought is I'm not going to sleep well tonight. Not going to sleep well tonight. Well, folks, that's episode one. Oh, boy. We did it. I think we can all take a little bit of advice (laughs) from our good old pal, the Wood Devil, and basically just keep chilling, keep doing what you're doing, and if someone approaches you and tries to talk to you, scream and run away. Yeah, if someone tries to talk to you ever, just... (laughs) And that's it. Tiff seeing a Wood Devil in the middle of the night. Hey there, demons. It's me, (laughs) ya boy. (laughs) I... Uh. You could have died. I mean, it would have had to fight me. Oh, God. Can yeah. it hit my armor class? We'll see. I... Can it match my charisma? Can you can you play that clip again? What clip? You know the clip. Actually, McKenna, I don't know what clip. But maybe this will help me think of it. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Bye. And I think that's where I'll stop. Uh, sexy of us. Stumbled Upon Supernatural is hosted by McKenna Harris and Meg Hamblin. Additional research done by Georgie Hamblin. Yours truly. Follow us on Instagram at Stumbled Upon Podcast. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Meg, I'm done. Meg. Meg. Here, I'll give you some. Do you want some water, McKenna? Yeah. <laughs> ah, refreshing.